Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Stop, collaborate, and stop listening to this podcast if you don't like swearing. Okay, bye. Fuck off and die. I hope you have a shitty life. Fuck off and die. I hope that you can drag me back. Fuck off and die. I hope you have really bad sex. Fuck off and die. I hope you never pay your head. Fuck off and 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 die. Hello. Hello, welcome to the Fuck Off and Die podcast. Hello. Hi, Jade. Hi, Sarah. You're really good at saying hello. Thank you. I haven't seen you in a while. I mean, that's not true. I saw you this morning. I was trying to suspend <laughs> disbelief and just pay uh, pay attention to the fact that we haven't been doing these podcasts. We have not recorded a podcast for quite a while. And I have missed this. I think we ghosted our audience. We may have ghosted you and we are really fucking sorry about that. Did you feel bad about it? I felt bad every day. Did you feel bad? I forgot we had a podcast. That is fucking typical. <laughs> fucking typical. Um, but then what happened was we remembered. We're going to go into more about why blah, blah, blah later. But if you are going through heartbreak right now, we are just sending you the biggest fucking hug through the airwaves. And we're really sorry that we left you hanging for so long. Yes, we are. Um, we did miss you and it's really good to be back. Sarah missed you. I missed you, Jade. Forgot you existed. <laughs> but, you know, if you're going to be friends with Jade, that's just going to happen sometimes. Thank you for seeing all of me and accepting it. <laughs> I always accept you. Okay, so this is the part where I play you a recording of something that I've found interesting and then you tell me your brain thoughts about it. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Play me the sound. So I wanted to um, pose the question, and this is a question from me as someone who is actively dating. Is ghosting ever okay? Are you serious? Yes. Okay, so what, what's your answer to that? I kind of want to know your thoughts because mine are written down, so my, I can't change my position. 100% never okay. 
I 100% think ghosting's totally fine. I think sometimes there's I think sometimes ghosting is the kindest option. I am I am reevaluating your whole personality right now. Yeah, I'm a horrible person. Well, let's just leave it at you saying you're a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> so that is us. So my my question to you, okay, that is us from episode 1. Season 1? The first episode we ever recorded. Wow. Jade admits that uh, she's a horrible person. Yeah. At least we started off how we intended to finish. <laughs> so my question to you is, do you still feel that way about ghosting? Uh, yes. It's like, because remember that I accept all of you and so do our listeners. We, all, um, we accept all of you. Look, I, I still think there is a context where ghosting is the right context. I also think there's a context where ghosting's not the best move. For example, if you host a podcast for the heartbroken, maybe don't ghost them. That is an excellent point. Thank you. I feel like your answer has matured over the past year and a half. It's more nuanced. More nuanced. Can I just ask, have you had more experience with ghosting since I got then? ghosted so many times this month. I have been dating a lot on Tinder. Oh, sorry. Radio school. <laughs> What's that? That's just me punching the table. Um, so I've been on quite a few Tinder dates this month and I have been ghosted by most of the men I've dated. But I do stand by if you've only been on one date, I think a ghost out is completely fine. Um, and to be fair, if neither one of you respond like, responds or writes anything then you're kind of mutually ghosting each other I have also been in a situation that almost was like kind of brink of relationship and got ghosted and that was really hard that is that is probably it's fucked either way but it is more fucked I think the more emotionally invested you are the harder it is um yeah and I think you can extrapolate that to is ghosting ever okay maybe not if you feel the other person's deeply emotionally invested. Yeah. Um, then maybe go back to episode one, season one, and take the script. There's a script, right? Yeah. Good memory. Um, what can I say? I listen to my own voice on every <laughs> night. I love listening to your voice. <laughs> um, and I think circling back to the contextual answer you've given is when it is okay would be if you feel threatened or if you feel like they're going to be con- confrontational, I that is when I have ghosted before. Yeah. I think that that is a valid just sort of block and um, disappear. And I think if you're on the receiving end of being ghosted, remember that no answer is an answer. Babe, that was what I had written down is like my finale quote to piece to resistance. It's almost like we've had this conversation before. <laughs> I'm going to just edit that out. <laughs> And then just have me saying it. Um, So, Jade, I want you to know and anyone who's been ghosted to know that if you have been ghosted, you are not alone. That's right. I found a survey. I thought you were just referring back to the fact that I literally just said that I was ghosted. (laughs) So we're all in this together. We're all in this together. We've all been ghosted and turns out most of us have also ghosted someone. So I found this survey that um, was conducted in 2018 in the U.S., Anyway, they surveyed over 1,500 people. That's a, that's a good sample size. It's, I thought it was a good – yeah, I wanted to check that out because I was like, you know, you see a survey and it's like, who did you ask? Like, mum and dad. So 
The survey has highlighted that even though many think ghosting is cruel and a form of emotional abuse, it turns out that most people are likely to be the ghosts themselves, no matter the gender. Out of the millennials surveyed, 82% of women and 71% of men acknowledged that in this digital era, ghosting is an everyday phenomenon, with 11% more men having the slight edge on never experiencing it. Hmm. Do you think they just didn't tell the truth? No, not necessarily. Also, maybe I, I'm just going to be uh, gender discriminative and say maybe women are just nicer. It also says here 82% of women have experienced some form of ghosting on dating apps compared with 71% of the men surveyed. I mean, it could also be the way um, that we're socially conditioned, that women are socially conditioned to communicate more than men. Yeah. It could be something like that. Yeah. And then if I may go on. Please. The standout figure here is that people aged 18 to 35 quite simply want to use ghosting as an avoidance mechanism rather than facing their fears, being honest or at least using a cliche to let someone down gently. Women indeed higher in, oh, women indexed higher in two areas with 50% ghosting to avoid confrontation and one slightly more genuine reason of there being no real chemistry match, which caused one in 10 women to ghost them. Do you want to just link to the page i feel like i feel like this is a very long piece of research <laughs> i thought it was really interesting yeah i will link to the I would page like some snappy facts <laughs> Sorry, i don't want Jay. you to read whole paragraphs uh, it's a bit of a soliloquy so i thought it was interesting that actually dig into the reasons people ghost. so a lot of it is to avoid confrontation um and then for men a lot of uh, one in four men have ghosted uh people for not living up to their profile photos compared Ooh. with one in six women and I think when we're talking about that statistic, it's important to point out that they're not saying that people are ghosting people because of the way they look. They're saying they're ghosting people because they've intentionally misled other people about how they look. And that really breaks your trust, doesn't it? Like, I mean, such a, a key part of dating is that you need to build trust with someone. Mm. So if someone's misleading you on purpose. Mm. It really makes you like, it's like it, the trust is ruined right from the start. Online d- dating is already hard enough. Has that ever happened to you? Um, I have had that happen. Yeah, the guy looked, um, the person looked really different. Were they using their own photos or photos of someone else? Just photos from a long time ago. He oh, actually yeah. put on a lot more weight, but I actually still found him incredibly sexy. Um, but did you feel misled? Yeah. I was a little bit like, oh, okay, you probably could have used some more up-to-date photos. But I think maybe me now would have, I don't know, I kind of also thought like I've done that thing where I've put weight on and lost weight. And and I guess you don't always have up-to-date pictures if if you are someone who loses or gains weight quickly. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, it's all well and good to be. And it's like, I guess this is exactly the point you're making. It's not about what you look like. It's about being truthful and honest in your representation of yourself to another person. Yeah. And so I think his misrepresentation, I didn't necessarily think he was being deceitful. I just thought maybe he was maybe just a little bit wanting to portray his best self, which I think we all do online. You know, you don't want to put a photo of yourself up with a double chin. <laughs> you staring no, down I'd the take camera. five more photos until I find a really good one. So like I had, I've always had a big work your angles, you know, (laughs) but then sometimes I've worried, I've always had this fear that I look really different to my photos because you do put in the photos that look 
good. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. And they're from an angle that is flattering. But I think if in doubt, like maybe running the photos past your friends, I feel like if, if you think that you wouldn't feel comfortable showing those photos to your friends, then maybe it's an indication that, that there's something there that's misrepresenting you. Yeah. And I also think um, they did a study on the matches that get swiped yes on the most mm-hmm. and they find it's actually not the most uh, stereotypically beautiful person. It's often the people who have something a little bit characteristic about them. Right. So they might have like a distinctive nose or something like that. And I they... like the people that smile in their pictures. Yeah. Like I feel like if you're not smiling in your first picture, it's really hard to engage with the person. Yes. Um, and also sunglasses. Like if they're wearing sunglasses in every photo, then I just can't feel like I want to, like I don't feel like I've seen them. Well, I think because what you're trying to do is connect through a medium that is inherently non-connective. Wired to make you feel like you're fucking online shopping for groceries at Woolworths. It's so weird, isn't it? It completely gamifies human connection. Oh, it's horrible. And um, But then, you know, people like my sister, who's a lot younger than me, they've never dated any other way. And maybe they're a bit more um, fluent in being able to read these kinds of profiles like maybe Mm. they have a digital fluency that we don't have well the one thing i have noticed and this may this is probably me generalizing because you know how much i love to do that is um i feel like the younger people i speak with tend to take a lot more on the chin with the online dating whereas i've always you think they're less invested or they're, they're better at coping with the rejection i think maybe maybe both like they kind of get that it's just a online thing and and a rejection isn't necessarily as bad as, for example, like as a geriatric millennial, which I <laughs> just discovered that I am. You know, I, if I'm having a bad day and and say I'm talking to someone online and I think it's going really well and then they unmatch me, it can really upset me. Yeah. And, it, you know, it probably is that way for younger people as well. But I, I just they just seem to be able to like just integrate it into their lives a lot more, whereas... I just feel like all these micro rejections, they really add up over time. Yeah, I I think I I kind of move between both. Like sometimes I don't even notice when someone unmatches me and then other times I'll be like, oh, what happened? I thought we were having a great conversation. Yeah. And then, you know what? Unmatching is ghosting, isn't it? I guess, yeah. Because Although you... it is still an answer, like it is still a clear... Yeah, unmatch. They yeah. pressed a button. Yeah. That said unmatched. Yeah. So it's like you're still being sent a message even though you're not being sent a message. So is so it... So yeah, sure. Is it ghosting... Is ghosting that there's no reason given? Because the reasons we give... I think it's not even about a reason. Like it's like it's not even a no. It's like, it's like they just fall off the face of the earth. Because I don't think you need to give a reason to end a relationship or stop dating someone. I think you can, the mm. reason you give can be I don't want to date you anymore. Or I'm not, I, you know, thanks for a great time, the end. You know, yeah. like it's like I don't think you owe someone an explanation. But with ghosting, it's like you don't even get told that you're not seeing them again. Like it's like they just literally disappear. Yeah. And that that is really hard. It's, it's really hard. Um, can I flip the question? Um, do you stand by your original answer? Do you still think ghosting's not okay? I think it's better not to ghost and I do have a system that I use when I am dating for that. That sort of enables me to avoid confrontation but also have an honest 
um, conversation with them. Would you like to share your system? Do you think it would help other people? Possibly. Um, and this is this is like if you're – I think if, if someone was outright rude or I was feeling um, like I didn't want to confront them, then I wouldn't do this. But say if I've just had a coffee date with a guy and I've thought that perhaps he's not right for me, I will send them a message and say, hey, you know, I think you're a cool person, but I don't think we're a romantic match. I'll send that message and then I'll block them. Hmm. So they know they have that information, but I don't have to engage with them. And you think that it's kinder to deliver the information and block so no right of reply than it is to ghost out completely where the replies just fall on like deaf ears? Where the replies fall on deaf ears? Well, where they could like be constantly trying to engage you in conversation Mm. but you just leave them unread or read even (gasps) brutal that is brutal well I think it's about like you said before how long you've been together and if I've had one or two coffee dates with someone I don't think I really need to go into why and and some people might want that information and they think it might help them but ultimately I think it's just about compatibility it's not necessarily that there's anything wrong with them specifically. You know, you might find someone not the right match for you, but then someone else will find them to be an amazing match. Totally. So I've gone through and just written down like a few things that can maybe make you feel better if you get ghosted. Yeah, that would be great. Um, so the one thing I wanted to share was that if you do, you're totally not alone. It happens to statistically so many people. I think the most important thing is that it can make you feel really sad. So you just need to feel sad. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it can be, you know, after one day or after entering into a relationship and either way can be really hard in its own way. So just grieve that. And I, I don't know if this is something that you can actually do, but I don't even think sometimes it's worth searching for answers if it's someone that you haven't known that much or that well. Because like you said before, no answer is an answer. Yeah. They're telling you they're not interested by not replying. And it's it's an indication of incompatibility. It's not an indication of your worth. Yeah. And it can be really empowering to then just see that as a filtering process and go, okay, that person was not right for me. Like who's next on the list? Because the next person might be, or maybe there's no need to find another person. Maybe you're the next on the list. It's just hanging out with yourself for a while. So moral of the story, we kind of agree that ghosting is wrong and we did it anyway, but totally on accident. And then as soon as we figured out that we did it, we came back and recorded another episode to apologize and round off season two. So technically we never ghosted you. We were just really slow at replying. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Should we do the listener question? I'd love to. It's very on theme for this week's episode. In fact, it is the question that made us realise we had to record this week's episode. Oh, God. Hey, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, I was listening to season two and you guys just disappeared. What's up? Where are you gone? Are you coming back? Oh, they missed us. They missed us. Someone noticed. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I think so. I actually know who that question came from. And what I know about that listener is that they actually listened to season two after the whole thing had been recorded. Okay. So they weren't listening to it week to week. They listened to it all in one batch and then it just dropped off. Oh, they're a binger. Um, they were a binger. I love yes. a binger. I love and they binging. are the one that called me to account for the fact <laughs> that it suddenly ended. Well, I think that's a good question. Um, so from my end... I got pregnant on a Tinder date. How many dates did you had with this uh, person? There were definitely four. Oh. It was one of those dates that, you know, like you're into someone and it goes for four days. Oh, so. And in that period of time, I got knocked up. Wow. That is wild. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, it's going great. So the reason that we, well, the reason that I couldn't record for the those few months was that I had really bad morning sickness, which turns out goes all day. <laughs> Why do they call it morning sickness if it goes all day? It was so fucked. It was horrible. But now that I'm out of it and I feel normal again, I am actually over the moon. Um, I think I've made no secret of the fact that I have always wanted to start a family. Um, and I had kind of got to the point where I just thought it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I hear. So I'm 36. I just couldn't couldn't find a person that I wanted to raise a family with and I thought you know what I'm doing is I'm dating these men and I'm making poor choices because I am worried about running out of time mm-hmm. so I did this amazing thing called giving up <laughs> and then I got pregnant <laughs> um wow so that's pretty exciting and also quite surprising from someone who has literally done podcasts about sexual safety um, and using protection. We did have unprotected sex, um, as you can probably tell. I mean, I'm just <laughs> making the assumption based on the results. Um, but from my observations as a close observer of the whole situation, aka a friend, um, things seem to be going really well. I, yeah, I can't believe it. It's ridiculous. You know, you can be in a relationship with someone for nine years and they can be a complete fucktard and then you can meet someone and make a baby and feel really good about it and you've only been on four dates. Not to name any names, just just that could just happen to some <laughs> random person. <laughs> There's nothing personal about that anecdote at all. Uh, so it's going, yeah, it's going really well so far. I'm having a little girl. Congratulations. And I am just hoping that I can mold her into being a strong, empowered woman that um, has to deal with this strange world that we live in. You're going to do a great job. Thank you. Um, And then what about you? Because you completely forgot. I forgot that we had a podcast. I did so. forget. Oh, sorry. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't think you're pregnant. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I did not. I did forget that we had a podcast because I was juggling so many balls. So I have been teaching and painting and I also over the last few months while we haven't been caught podcasting became a qualified personal trainer and I now work at the gym in addition to all the other things that I do because I'm a workaholic and I'm loving it. And she is a really fucking good personal trainer. I just did a session with Jade this morning and I'm someone that fucking hates gyms, just as an aside. It is kind of an anti-gym gym. Yeah. So the thing I love about what Jade does and where she works is that it's like the saying fuck off and die to all of those 
what would you say? Those standards? The idea that there's only one beauty standard or yeah. one body that everyone's supposed to fit into. Yeah. And instead we're really focused on enjoying the body that you are in and connecting with that body and using it, moving in it and enjoying it. And having good mental health and connecting with people and it's not about being a certain size or any of that shit. And I think that's how all activity and exercise should be. It shouldn't be a... <laughs> I tell that to the elite athletes. <laughs> yeah, right? Are you having... Guys, we're just here to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> There's no iron team. How's your mental health? I mean, they probably do need a little slice of well, that, Well, we right? had that Olympian that really modelled that um, um, in the last Olympics, <gasps> the gymnast that oh went... My God. I actually need to pull out for my mental health. Yeah. And it had really mixed responses. Like there was people. Simone Biles. Simone Biles. um, Sure. Which I think was amazing role modelling to actually be able to take care of yourself first and compete second. She is a role model for everyone. And it's like even if you're not an elite athlete. Because, okay, sorry, I'm going on a tangent here. But one one thing I've noticed about being pregnant is that now I'm like, oh, I better not push myself. I better listen to my body and people are checking in on me and it's so beautiful. But I thought, why the fuck is everyone not doing this? It doesn't matter if you're pregnant or not. We should all be prioritizing our mental health and our bodies and and not pushing ourselves beyond our limits because I don't know about you, but that's when I have mental health issues. Yeah, and that's also where injuries happen, when you push beyond what you can do. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's not to say that it's not good to set goals and work towards them, but it's a it's a slow process to work towards these these things. It's not something that you can just kind of decide like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to do a backflip and then just jump out and do it. <laughs> just jump out of the bushes. And just do a jump out of the bushes hey, and backflip in front of someone. I did a backflip. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. No, I think you definitely need to have goals, but um, I like the saying. It's it's super lame. You don't like, need to have goals. I mean, well, I mean. I have my goal with the gym is to actually just turn up three days a week. Yeah. That is my goal. I don't have specific goals beyond that, but it's like just keep going every week, three times a week. Yeah. And then come what may. Yeah. And that's pretty awesome. I think, yeah, little baby steps are, are pretty awesome. Little baby um, steps literally work. Little, oh, God, just, <laughs> Maybe don't tell my boss that that's my goal. <laughs> Jade's goal is that. and To, to roll do, up on time for work. Yeah, and to do a backflip out of the bushes. I'm never going to do a backflip. <laughs> Surprise. Um, so, yeah, so you've been super busy. I've been cooking a little fetus. And, and I do think, like, we've talked before about self-care and needing to put yourself first. And I think we've modelled it, but in the worst possible way. Um, I think we could have done our self-care and put ourselves first and also done this episode a little sooner. Yeah. But ultimately we needed the downtime. Yeah. But I do, now that I remember that I have a podcast, I really do feel bad for letting people down. But do you feel bad now? Because you've, you've acknowledged it. I think we can move forward and live our best lives again. I hold a mean grudge. So if someone had done this to me, I'd still be grudging over it. <laughs> so let's just hope our listener demographic is not. Is more like you than is me. Is more not like you <laughs> and more like me. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, so this is the bit where we do a quote to make this podcast wrap up in a fun and succinct and punchy way. Can I go first? I'd love that. Great. Uh, I just lost my quote. (laughs) Oh, God. Can I go first again? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Whatever you do, 
never run back to what broke you. And that's from Frank Ocean. Oh, never, ever. What's your quote? I don't know if, if I've said this earlier, but my quote is by me. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, um, ghosting is the trash taking itself out. Sarah Robinson, episode one, season one. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't in that one. Oh, wasn't it? That's such a shame. I want it to be cyclic. I, <laughs> I want to return to the start. No, everything can have symmetry, Jay. No, no, this is just, this is ending with a splat. So thank you for being on this motherfucking journey with us. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, unless you didn't, in which case you're not even listening to this. Yeah, we're not talking to the people that aren't listening. Oh, okay. Thanks. We're only talking specifically oh to our listeners. I really wish I did go to podcast school. <laughs> <laughs> we'll How does the podcast work? Uh, I don't know. We'll learn, but we'll see you soon. Have a great Christmas, holiday, Hanukkah. Love to you all. Bye. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Wajak Noongar country in Perth, Western Australia. Our theme song was written by Naomi Robinson and Josiah Padmanabong. For more of our blogs or to check out our awesome shop, head to www.fogbook.com. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.